0: A reading from Peter. Since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same intention, for whoever has suffered in the flesh has finished with sin, so as to live for the rest of your life in the flesh no longer by human desires, but by the will of God. You have already spent enough time in doing what the Gentiles like to do, living in debauchery, passions, drunkenness, revels, carousing and lawless idolatry. They are surprised that you no longer join them in the same excesses of dissipation. And so they blaspheme, but they will also have to give an accounting to him who stands ready to judge the living and the dead. For this is the reason the gospel was proclaimed even to the dead so that though they had been judged in the flesh, as everyone is judged, they might live in the spirit, as God does. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be serious and discipline yourselves for the sake of your prayers. Above all, maintain constant love for one another. For love covers a multitude of sins be hospitable to one another without complaining. Like good stewards of the manifold grace of God, serve one another with whatever gift each of you has received. Whoever speaks must do so as one speaking the very words of God. Whoever serves must do so with the strength that God supplies, so that God may be glorified in all things through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that is taking place among you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice insofar as you are sharing Christ's sufferings so that you may also be glad and shout for joy when his glory is revealed. If you are reviled for the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory, which is the spirit of God, is resting on you. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, a criminal, or even as a mischief maker. Yet if any of you suffers as a Christian, do not consider it a disgrace, but glorify God because you bear his name. For the time has come for judgment to begin with the household of God. If it begins with us, what will be the end for those who do not obey the gospel of God? And if it's hard for the righteous to be saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? Therefore, let those suffering in accordance with God's will entrust their lives to a faithful creator while continuing to do good. A reading from St. Matthew. you heard it that was said, you should love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be the children of your father in heaven for he makes the sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the righteous and on the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Be perfect, therefore, as your Heavenly Father is perfect.
1: We've been looking at um, 1 Peter for the last couple of weeks, and Simon has uh, done quite a few of the really difficult passages. (laughs) And I'm really pleased about that. The whole, the whole book is an exhaustion to live right, to leave behind sin, and that exhaustion is built on our relationship with God, the Creator, the Saint, the Saviour, and the Sustainer, and we are called to work out our life to glor- to glorify God. In this passage, we talk about the judgment of those in hell, and I will just refer you back to Simon's sermon from about two weeks ago. Uh, Bloomsbury Bookworm, go and have a look at it. I am not going to try. (laughs) But we are called because of God's great mercy and great love towards us to live differently. What I liked as I've read through the, the, book, the letter is that the writer has done what every good preacher should do, and if we don't do it, you should tell us that we didn't do it. He starts off by telling the people, these readers what he's going to tell them. Then he tells them what he's telling them. And then he repeats what he's told them. He reminds them what he said. So throughout this passage, there's always this whole thing about being different, changing, being better, experiencing God's love and God's mercy. And showing the world the glory of our God. I've been interested in the last three months. Well, the last six months, I suppose, as you know, we've just moved. If you don't know, I've just moved from London to Stevenage. It's a little town outside the conurbation, but it's sort of set in the countryside. And as I've been traveling back and forth, it's been interesting to see the fields change. When we went to look at the house, first of all, they were brown and bare. Then they got little green shoots. Then they got big green plants now they're golden sort of dry but we won't go into that um, and they're now being harvested so those fields are now going back to where they were in january and having lived in london for about 30 years and being brought up in the south Wales valley so the 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 rolling of the seasons isn't something that i i didn't know about The change of plants isn't something that I didn't understand. You know, we had an allotment. You know, we knew what we could grow. We knew what we could change. We knew what would be good this time, what would be coming up next time, what would be carrying through the winter, what wouldn't be. But you wouldn't have, when I was growing up, strawberries in the middle of October. Not even from France when I was growing up. (laughs) On the hillside is a plant that we call right? They're little blueberries that grow naturally on the hillside. And they're only there from July to early August. And they come and they go and they disappear. But we know when July came around, we had wimberry pie. We didn't have a freezer, so you only ever had it in July and August. Every child would go up the mountain and pack these back—the their milk bottles, glass milk bottles, full of Wimbrys and come down, excuse me, love, do you want to buy my Wimbrys? <laughs> and we, would, we couldn't save them, but well, we didn't save them, because we didn't have a freezer. Now, you yeah, can get Wimbry pie whenever you like, which is really disappointing. You've got nothing to look forward to. But around all these things is this concept that there was a a growth and a movement and a change. I have some things for you to look at. I want you to tell me, and you can tell me, I've told you this before, you can talk to me, okay? I'm quite happy for that. What you think they're used for, and I'm sure you will know, so let me have a look. I have a bottle of white vinegar. Any idea? It's good for cleaning um, lime scale off your shower, actually. Better than any chemicals, just in case, you know, you, yeah. Pickling onions, very good. Some jam sugar. Obvious what that's for, really, isn't it? and then some salt. There are things that we have used before fridges and freezers to preserve stuff, yeah? So you preserve your vegetables in those things, perhaps a salty briny water. And in this passage, when I was reading it, in one of the verses it says, preserve, preserve, your love, your, your hospitality, your gifts, your kindness. Preserve them. Now I know, when I was growing up, when my dad decided to pickle onions, it was a long process. We'd have a bowl of small little onions. We'd have to peel them and and tears and big bowls covered with cloths with salt to make them briny. And then putting them in jars and pouring the vinegar on top of them. And if my father was really in a bad mood, he'd put some spices with them because they weren't very nice with spices. I hated the spices. Much nicer without the spices. And we would do that so we had them throughout and have them on christmas day very often the jars were gone and disappeared by then because people would pick them but they preserved stuff dermot has decided that um, he wants to make jam we've got a bread maker that can make jam that's why we've got jam making sugar right yeah a bread maker that can make jam me, and he makes very nice jam if you so he's bought some jam-making stuff. We had some rhubarb given to us the other day and we made some rhubarb jam, very nice. But it's about preserving the things that we didn't have so that we've got them for the future. And I want us to think about our faith as something that we have to work at. These things that Peter is asking the church to be and to say and to do is something we have to work at. Preserving your love is difficult. You know you have to put up with me right as a church you have to go, oh same again you might not agree with me you've still got to love me right unfortunately we've also got to be hospitable to one another and i'm i'm struggling with this one because when i came here I don't, When I came here first of all, you know, there was lunch nearly every Sunday, people came in from outside, people, you know, and I know it's difficult, I'm not suggesting it's easy work. Then the other week when we had the visiting speaker for the anniversary, he was talking about that we need to eat together and share more together because that's how you get to know people and understand people. And I was struck by that, tremendously. And I felt I needed to share that with us. That I don't think we've quite, I know it's difficult, right? I'm not saying we've got to open the kitchen again. That's not what I'm saying. saying we've got to find some way of being a lot more hospitable. Last week a guy came in off the street and we'd done what we could for him. We chatted to him and all sorts of things. But there was a lot that we did with him and when i was reading this passage it just thought i just thought okay all right okay i think someone's having a go at me again um someone's trying to tell me something and i do think we we need to find some way of being that more open and you know it's great that when people do come they sit in there and we we try and get them sandwiches and all sort of things but we need to be a bit more hospitable we've been you know the doors have been closed and i don't know how we do it i don't i'm not but the passage that goes with this is the one from matthew where you are to love your enemies do good to those who hate you you know and It's not just the people we want to eat with, it's the people that we don't want to eat with. It's not the people we want to love, it's the people that we don't want to love. And it, sorry, it can be very difficult. Um, It can be very difficult. But then, it's also about using our gifts and our talents. You know, we've got to preserve our gifts and our talents. And I know that you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. You know? People get, well, if I can't do this, well, why am I coming here? If I can't do that, what am, I, what, am I, what am I about? And I... We need to use the talents that we've got. I need to know what my talent is. Um, Sometimes I, over, I overestimate my talent, you know. I like to cook, but Derma tells me not to. <laughs> and I, I, I want us to, I, I want us as a fellowship to, to think about the things that we used to do, the things that we still can do, how we do things differently so that we can do them. Because we need to be hospitable, we need to be loving people, we need to be cherishing people inside and outside. And I'm, you know, it's easy to say, I never done a single cooking session downstairs, I will be honest, never did, Um, I haven't even made coffee, don't put me on the list Libby. I think we need to come back to some of those really important things about love, and hospitality, and generosity, and kindness. And basically, that's all I've got to say. I've had a bit of a tough week, and I would appreciate your prayers for um, my family, sorry Um, but so you know if you could just pray for us we've had a bit of a tough week Um, and uh, yeah and then shall I be honest with you I preached on the wrong passage this is the same passage you had last week (laughs) did you notice (laughs) but it's a total different sermon it, um, <laughs> the list I've got has got American dates on it, so it's 7:31:22, and I just went 7, dink. Uh, this morning when I was looking through it, I thought, okay, do I tell them? <laughs> but we, I, I, we need to love and be hospitable and be generous to one another and be supportive of one another. the early church, you know, they had to have each other because there was nowhere else they could go. They didn't have um, little hotels where they could go and stay. When the the preachers came, they stayed with individuals. When the, the Christians went to another town, they stayed with individuals. They were hospitable. I'm not saying you know, we should all have an Airbnb room that we can do that in, but you know, we need to be a bit more thinking, and a bit more thoughtful, and a bit more inclusive. And as we share with one another the love that God has given us, and using our gifts, our talents, and using them to the best of our ability, I'm all right pressing the buttons, on the PA, but don't really ask me to set it up. <laughs> I can do the buttons, but I need help to set it up. And I want us to really think about preserving our walk and our faith and our love and our hospitality into the future as a church that works together to bring glory to God. One great thing about this passage is that it has a high Christology. Did you notice that? All glory and honor goes to the Son, Um, not just to the Father. It's a very high Christology. And I thought it was amazing. That's why we've got such wonderful hymns. And I apologize for the first one not being too inclusive, but we tried and it wasn't possible. We respond. Let's have a few moments quiet. I think Solomon is going to bring the prayers of intercession.
2: Thank you, Thank you Nigel. Amidst the global economic hardship Alluding to the cost of living crisis, and the war that has been experienced in Ukraine, geopolitical tensions and divisions, it is difficult to have hope as we struggle with our faith in God, our Creator. We are not the only generation to experience such unease and uncertainty. Our prayer. Shumera and reference biblical men who wrestle with similar difficulties. Yet the faith in God was stronger. Men such as Jeremiah, Nehemiah, rebuilding in the face of great odds in overcoming national shame and reforming of the conduct of the children of Israel. The story in Job is a story of unmerited suffering he understood his suffering with a rather deep spiritual connection with God. And King David, to be able to serve God without distraction and remain faithful to the very end. Let us pray. O Asian of days, the bright and morning star, the one that makes way out of no way, majesty, We are humble by your greatness and unconditional love and your grace. We worship you, O Father. Thank you, God, as you have shown us your greatness. We know that you can do everything, anything, and no purpose can be withheld. We pray that we, as a community of servants in your kingdom, our work on earth will continue to be brightened by your faithfulness. We pray for the ministries of aid that are provided for relief, education, and healthcare. We pray that your humble servant will continue to have courage in working to make the world a better place. As nations trade amongst themselves, fairer and open channel of trade will develop and that one part will not feel cheated and the other part profiting our collective responsibility will be inspired by truth and openness lord we pray we continue to pray for the peoples of ukraine and of russia how we have not understood that war begat destruction hunger and destitution help us to grow in love to believe in peace and to believe in peaceful coexistence and understanding. Lord, we pray for the peoples of China and Taiwan. Our tensions grow between the two peoples. We pray that the military might of one would not be a threat to the other. And the smallness of the other would not be an advantage to the other one as we all are your children made equally in your kingdom. Give ear to our words, O God. Lord, listen to our cry for help, our God and our King. Yea, our voice in the morning, we lay our request before you and wait in expectation. We refuse to stand in the presence of those who dwell on hate. We pray, O God, for nation caught up in serious economic crisis, We pray that you will step in at this moment father amidst income uncertainty higher price increases strikes action which leave families unable to manage their homes by your grace and mercy you will come to us and we will bow down and praise your holy name with these and many other blessings we ask in your name. Amen. And now to him who is able to keep
1: us from falling and to present us before his glorious presence without spot or blemish, be glory, honor, power, and authority now and forevermore. Amen.